0: hi-ho it's off to work we go that song has been stuck in my head for the last 20 minutes and i don't know why hey hi hello welcome back to mk's corner i'm your host mk madison Kate, and this is my corner i hope you have all had a splendid week happy friday i hope you're doing something fantastic this weekend because i'm not so you have to do it for me um my week has been productive i have to say i feel like i've gotten a lot done i made a workout list or like checklist a workout plan i made a daily checklist of like all the self-care things that i like to do every day and all of the like how many cups of water i want to drink in a day how many hours of sleep kind of like a bullet journal I guess. Like I made a bullet journal basically on Canva and then printed it out and I found my laminator. So I laminated it and I made it all fancy. And I, you know it's just a motivating thing and it made me feel good. We've had a great week. Um, yesterday I went on a little, was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday. I went on a little meh, meh, road trip, not road trip, I went for like a 10 minute drive up the mountain because Facebook is amazing facebook groups are like it's like it's like narnia in the facebook groups i found this facebook group of the town that i live in and it's just free items it's not like a bidding site it's not like the marketplace thing it literally is just where people put things that they're trying to get rid of for free and it's just first come first serve i'll leave it on the road if you come get it then perfect so i've been looking for like a little shelf for my room because i have quite a lot of knickknacks and i feel as though i'm going to be in this room for a little bit longer than expected so i want to be comfortable in my space so i found this shelf that i've been looking for 13 by 13 inches okay usually 12 by 12 inches is like what it would be right like that's a foot but this one little space I had in my room, I needed something that was 13 by 13. Do you know how impossible it is to find something that's 13 by 13 inches? It makes no sense. Then I was scrolling Facebook yesterday morning and this lovely lady posted a shelf, a white metal shelf for free. And I was like, huh, I'll come pick it up for, for today. I'll come pick it up from you f- today, later today. I can't speak right now. And so I went and picked it up. She had the cutest guard puppy. It looked like a cross between a husky and like a ma- malamute? Mal- malamut? Or the what are those called? The ones that are super big and super fluffy. And I just want to squish it to the cheekies. And he had little white paws. All four of his paws were white with like a perfect white line. So it looked like he was wearing white socks. It was so cute. Um. So yeah. And then I also got a huge mirror for free as well from this other lady and so i picked that up yesterday after i picked up my shelf and on the listing i thought it was going to be like this big honky mirror like it looks like it was probably off of a vanity or something before or a dresser it looked very thick and heavy so i was a little worried i wasn't going to be able to carry it by myself got there it's beautiful it is a gorgeous mirror i was going to paint it but now i'm like I don't know if I want to paint it because I'm kind of trying to redo my room. You can't see my aesthetic at all. My aesthetic is that I have no aesthetic and my aesthetic is me. I am the aesthetic. And so if you know me personally, you understand that obviously because everyone that I know agrees with me when I say that, that I don't have an aesthetic. I am the aesthetic because I like so many different things and they just all are combined together. And so, I kind of want my room to be a little bit more cohesive, or at least like have a little bit more of a theme right now. I have my LED lights, obviously. I need those on, though, because the loud light... Who else calls it a loud light, also? Because when you turn it on, it's just like, it feels like the world is screaming at you. I have never, in the eight months that I have been in this bedroom, turned on the ceiling light. Not once, I think. One time it was turned on and it wasn't by me. It was Nicole because she had to do her makeup. Nicole, thank you for turning on that light. I hate that light. <laughs> um, but I just use my LED lights and then I have this other lamp to my left, your right. You don't, doesn't matter to you. That's like a color changing light bulb that I got at Walmart. So I can set the tone and I can change the brightness and stuff. So that's pretty dandy. And then my galaxy light. But I feel like a child. And I'm getting to the stage of my life where finally I don't really want to feel like a child anymore. I mean, like I do, but I don't. And so I really want my room to be more mature. Not that it's not mature, but it just feels very, very pink and girly. Which there's nothing wrong with that. I, I love being girly, but I really want it to be mid-century modern retro 70s kind of vibes so this mirror that i got all of that blabber to come back to this mirror that i got is this dark oak frame around it that is like mid-century modern oak and i was going to paint it white because every piece of furniture in my room literally every single piece of furniture that i own is white and gold And so I was going to paint the mirror frame white, and then I was going to do the shelf white with gold posts or whatever, poles. And then I really started digging into my Pinterest board, and I was like, damn, I really, really like orange at the moment, and brown, and green, like orange, brown, green, think 70s your grandma's old couch probably looked like what i'm seeing in my head and i want it to be super cozy if i could have a conversation pit in my room i would literally die on the spot that is my dream to have a conversation pit so just imagine that in a room okay so realistically if i want that i need to get rid of everything that i own which is not happening, so I need to figure out how to fix it. So if you have any ideas, if you know what my room looks like, or if you have any free, cheap ways that I can upgrade my current room to look. This is like a, a brain twist, kind of, because it's like my new room, but I want to make it look older. Because I like vintage, old, cozy things. Like, my next apartment that I move into, I... I'm manifesting a heritage apartment. Like, I want an old, creaky apartment that has a big fireplace with creaky wooden floors and the white furnace on the wall and the big arched windows and door frames. And I don't want an elevator. I want... I mean, I do want an elevator. But hypothetically, to get the full vision that I'm trying to put out there, no elevator, stairs only, spiral rooftop patio beautiful juliet terrace is that what it's called juliet balcony like i can see it in my brain i'm going to manifest it it's happening and so all of these new modern designs and styles it like i have a very um like pick pictorial is that a word my brain is in pictures and so even when i'm describing how something makes me feel i see it in pictures so when i see new architecture new modern architecture it makes me feel sharp and uncomfortable and it just all looks like squares and black and white and like i don't want to be there when i think of mid-century modern 70s vibes hippie woodstock life is good that era all i just feel so nice and warm and fuzzy inside and like all the lines are all curved and everyone's so like fluid and everything is connected like oh it gives me chills thinking about living in a architecturally beautiful place that has a conversation pit and arched doorways and circular windows and spiral staircases why did we stop doing that Why? Bring it back. Please. I'm begging you. Maybe I should just be an architect. An architect. I should be an in architect. Holy. This is a tongue twister. I should design houses so that I can design them like they used to be designed so that we don't have any more of this uncomfortable yucky square sharpness happening around us because i hate it i absolutely hate it bring me to the forest let me live in the costa rican jungle again um speaking of manifesting in the costa rican jungle i'm i'm truly i'm putting it out into the universe right now i'm going to new york this summer i am manifesting it New York has been on my bucket list my entire life. I've always felt so connected to New York and I New York. And I didn't really know why. And then I started looking into my astro cartography chart. Is that what it's called? Astrocartography? I think. It's where it's like you put in your birthday and then depending on where the planets were aligned when you were born, it tells you Where the best places for you to live are depending on, like, success and relationships and love and happiness and all that. So I've always felt very, very drawn to New York, Edmonton, Edmonton, I know, like, so random, um, Los Angeles, like, California, and Vancouver, okay? Those four places specifically my entire life. Vancouver. I live like an hour from there. I used to live literally in Vancouver. It is the most beautiful place to live, in my opinion, from all the places that I've seen. You get the beaches, you get the city, you get the mountains, you get the forest. It is absolutely gorgeous there. I love the energy. The people are nice. They're very clicky and to themselves. If it's If you're looking to go there to, like, grow your circle, it's probably not the best place to be, because the people are so clicky, and it's like, if you don't know someone there when you're there all, like, that's there before you go, you're probably not gonna meet many people, if any at all, which was the one shitty part about living there, is you don't really make that many friends, because everyone is already friends with who they think they want to be friends with for their entire lives, I guess, or something, I don't know, kind of weird, But that's the one thing when I was like, whatever. But I've always felt so drawn. I love it. Guess what? One of my astrocartography lines goes right through Vancouver. Edmonton. Every time that I've gone to Edmonton, I just feel like I have so much fun and I don't care what anyone thinks. And I don't know why Edmonton of all places would be somewhere that I would be drawn to. But when I was in high school, I was convinced that when I graduated, I was going to move to Edmonton. I was dead convinced for like a good four months. I had it all planned out in my journal. I had all of the budgets written down. I was set to go. Turns out my astro cartography line for like success and confidence or confidence and happiness or something along those lines runs directly through Edmonton. And I was like, oh, well. That makes sense. And then I also have a line that's like success and relationships or something that goes right through New York. I've never been there. I don't know anyone personally that has been there to share their experiences with me. I just know that it's somewhere that I need to go before I die. And I might I might even need to live there for a couple months just so that I can say that I did but I've been so drawn there. So I decided I'm going to, I'm going to go there. I uh, offer tours over this season. As long as I'm going on tour this season, I'm going to use all that money and I'm going to go to New York and maybe I'll go to Los Angeles. Maybe I'll go to Texas. I've been saying I want to go to Texas. I don't know why, but it seems like fun. Everything's bigger in Texas. Yeah. Um, oh, and like, The uh, the last astrocartography line, I don't remember which one it was, so really this is not interesting anymore, but it was running through Los Angeles or, like, through California. So, it's just really interesting that all four places that I've always been drawn to, but not, like, didn't know why, are the four places that my four main astrocartography lines run directly through. So, this is really just... Setting in stone the fact that I need to go to New York this summer. I don't know what it is, but I have felt this shift lately. And like, I feel like everything's working for me in my favor. I feel this energy shift and I feel like everything that I've manifested ever is coming to me. I've already got it. I have it in another timeline and I just need to align myself with that timeline and I have it I already got it everything that I've ever wanted and more is mine this is just turning into a big spiritual chat now isn't it um the last time that I traveled would have been oh my goodness 2021 no 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 2022 February I think I left on like February 9th of 2022, almost exactly two years ago, and I went to Costa Rica with my boyfriend at the time for like two and a half months. Honestly, it was so fun. We didn't really do a lot. We just kind of went to get away from Canada, and it was probably one of the best decisions that I ever made. I feel like I really dis and just set in stone my decisions of what I want to do with my life and where I want to be and what goals I want to achieve. And after Costa Rica, like after getting back, anytime that something has come up that I don't think really aligns with what I want to do, even if it's Good opportunity at the time, but it doesn't align personally with what I want to do. I have turned away the opportunity because I am trying my best to align myself with exactly what I want to do and where I want to be because it's not going to happen if I don't make it happen. But if I try my best and do what I can to make it happen, then it'll happen. You know what I mean? So I haven't traveled recreationally on an airplane in a very, very, very long time. I mean, that's not like a very long time, but I mean two years. And then by the time I actually go, it'll be a while. I do sometimes travel for work on planes, but that's not recreationally. And it only really ever is two hour flight at the most. Like I'm just going domestically. So it's not very far. I haven't gone on a long trip in a while. And from Vancouver to New York, it's, I mean, I can get a direct flight, but it's way more expensive. It's like, okay, This is actually wild to me. You guys listen to this. So, when I was looking at flights for New York from Vancouver to New York, one layover for an hour and a half in Ottawa, $350 round trip, bags included, seat selection included, taxes included. That's basic economy, which is kind of unfortunate because I really want to fly first class because I've never flown first class before and I think it would be really fun to do it on my little solo trip to New York because it's so fitting. So maybe I'll save up a shit ton of money and just like spend it on first class or maybe I'll go viral and then I'll get some uh, some extra cash. (laughs) I can go on first class for the first time. But if you want to fly from Seattle to New York, so from the states to the states, not Canada to the states, from the states to the states, an economy, same seat selection, everything, same airline, it's $875. What the heck? How does that make any sense? That literally makes no sense. And also, it makes no sense because if I wanted to go to Ottawa it's like $500 for a plane ticket from Vancouver to Ottawa, but if I go to New York with a layover in Ottawa, I pay 350 so then I just don't get on my connecting flight. So really, now that I'm thinking about it, is this a hack? Can we hack the system? You guys, we have to look into this. Can we go? Hold on, this really just cracked a code. We gotta look into this. Um. Yeah, I was talking about... The last time I went on a trip was Costa Rica, like two years ago. And so we, we stayed in two different houses. The first house was a log cabin in the jungle. Okay. Dead ass. This was the full, we got the full Costa Rican experience. We had beetles coming up our kitchen pipes in the middle of the night. We had, like, leather jackets in our bed. We had spiders in our shower. There was holes in our floor because we were literally in a wooden cabin. And on our property, there was just chickens and roosters and hens running around. And because we were just, it was just a wooden box. It was a house made out of two by fours, I swear. And the little holes of the cracks in the wood, you could hear and kind of see the roosters and chickens, like, running underneath the floor. And then at 5 in the morning, every single morning, maybe it was 6 a.m., I don't remember. Arr! That's not what they sound like, but yeah, like it was a rooster every single morning. And oh my goodness, it was awful. Um, But, I, I mean, we got used to it. And then second house, I'm... Pretty sure it was haunted. It was really spook. It was really spook, but we'll save that story for our paranormal episode. um but when I was in Costa Rica, oh my goodness, I just had this memory. for some reason, when I am drunk, i I cannot make food, okay? I don't think you understand. I don't know what's going on. Do not ask me to do, do not give me instructions while I am drunk. Do you understand? Because I cannot read when I'm drunk. I, the letters, literally, if I wasn't dyslexic when I was sober, I definitely am when I'm drunk. Because holy, if I try to read, it's like I can't. It looks like Egyptian symbols. It is like gibberish. And so I was in Costa Rica. This is the drunkest that I was when I was there. That I remember. I mean, I don't even really <laughs> remember. But I was had quite, quite a bit of vodka. And we got to the point where we were out of Chaser. Oops, sorry. We were out of Chaser for the vodka. So... My drunk ass wanted to continue to get drunk, so I made vodka water. And guess who chugged so much vodka water? So much vodka water. I don't know how I didn't puke. I don't know how I didn't wake up puking in the morning. Um, but I decided that I wanted to make some carbonara. Um, this is like Costa Rican carbonara. That is packaged like Katie. So it's like in a box with the little like paper package. And then the instructions are on the back. So you basically cook the noodles and then stir in the stuff. With the, the milk and the butter. But for some reason I just remember making this carbonara. Being the most difficult task of my life. I could not figure out what I was doing. I just remember my boyfriend at the time sitting at the kitchen table laughing at me. Because I I don't remember what I was doing. But I know that I was trying to make this carbonara. Finally, when it was done, I was eating it and i was like this is the best carbonara i've ever had in my entire life oh my goodness it's so good this is so good this is so good next morning i woke up i hadn't cleaned up the dishes from the night before and i went into the kitchen and i if i wasn't hungover before i saw the leftover food i was as soon as i saw it because for some reason it just i don't know if it's subconsciously like ruptured a memory of what it actually tasted like. Because I was so drunk that I didn't know what it actually tasted like. But I think it was actually disgusting. Because since that day. I have not been able to eat. Like. Pasta. Sometimes. But not really. Like I can eat KD. But pasta for some reason. I just. I can't look at the same carbonara. I don't think I can ever eat carbonara again. And it honestly breaks my heart. Because it was my favorite pasta until that situation and so that was that was great times I also remember waking up the next morning with a huge bruise on my leg and apparently I tried to wrestle um, my ex So just uh, I guess if you get drunk with me don't try to wrestle because I take it seriously speaking of I mean, I guess we weren't really talking about him, but I was going to say, speaking of exes, this isn't an ex that I'm speaking of. I thought it would be funny to bring up my first ever kiss. Now, some of you may think that my first kiss was when I was 16, but you have been mistaken. (laughs) My first kiss was when I was in grade one in elementary school. And I was playing tag on the playground with my friends. I I remember this one boy. His name was Seth. He had blonde hair. We were playing tag. I was it. I went to try and tag him. He went, oh, miss me, miss me. Now you got to kiss me. And so I grabbed his face and I gave him a little peck on the lips. He told me to. And then I got in trouble. They got me in trouble because I did what he said. So that was like traumatizing first kiss for me. And I think that's why I didn't have my actual first kiss until I was 16. Because Seth, you told on me and you got me in trouble because I liked you. And now I don't. So how does that make you feel, Mr. Seth? Seth would be an awful name to have if you had a lisp. Seth. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. I was going to bring up a story, but I feel like maybe i shouldn't but i really want to so i'm gonna when i was in high school there was this guy we love you i never actually met you but he had a speech impediment and everyone knew about him and his name was riley but because he had a speech impediment everyone literally called him why we like we would walk around and be like oh hey why we like can we talk to him <laughs> As if we also all had speech impediments. <laughs> That's so mean. He probably went home and cried every day. I hope he didn't. I really hope he didn't, because he can't help. He can't help it. You guys, we were so mean to this poor little kid. I mean, he was little. I think we were in grade twelve. I was in grade twelve. I think they were in grade eleven. But also, I find it funny how you can tell if someone is Canadian if they say like. Grade 12, grade 11, but you can tell if someone's American because they use like junior, senior, what is it? Soft, what, no, freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, is that what it is? I think that's what it is. Don't quote me on that. I'm not from the States, obviously. Coffee break. Okay, I want to introduce a little segment for the last, last section. New segment for the last section of today's video. I am such a fidgeter if you're watching the video. I just know some of you are gonna get annoyed with how much I fidget. Don't come for me. Okay. This segment is gonna be MK's hot takes. I kinda wanna get like a little a little theme song for this segment, so maybe not next week, because next week our guest is here and I'm so excited! But the week after, maybe? Maybe we'll have a little theme song. But this is MK's Hot Takes. Hot take number one. Why are you paying for Snapchat premium? Do you know how embarrassing it is that people can see that you pay for Snapchat? It's a free app. Why are we paying for features That we don't need. Why are we paying for features that they had when Snapchat very first started and then decided to get rid of because it was causing too much drama, drama, goss, you know? Like, remember when you could see who everyone's top three best friends were? Bring it back. Start the beef up again. Let's get everyone, let's get everyone fighting. Let's, let's just bring up the true feelings. Like, why are we paying for it? You shouldn't have to pay what is it, four ninety nine a month to see who someone's best friends are. Why do you want to pay to be able to replace someone's Snapchat more than once? If you have to replace someone's Snapchat more than once, why do you have Snapchat? If you have to replace someone's Snapchat more than once I I really don't like screenshot it the first time maybe? I don't know. Like it just makes no sense. And so that you can see who who views your story more than one time, oh my God, Richard? He viewed my story <gasps> twice, <gasps> not once, but twice, literally shut up, Why do you care? Why do people care so much about how people perceive them? It blows my mind literally blows my mind. Stop caring about how people perceive you that's That's what we're going to turn this hot top in hot top, hot take into is people who care about how they're perceived. If you do what you want to do and you are who you want to be and you are happy and confident, why, why does it care what Jessica thinks about you? Why does it care what Timothy thinks about you? Why does it care what Aunt Josephine is saying about you at dinner with her two other Aunt Karens? It doesn't matter because... If what you're doing makes you happy, then it shouldn't matter what other people think about you, which really is like what makes me think that Snapchat premium is for people that are super self-conscious. Because why do you care? Why do you need to know if someone peeks at your message and doesn't reply or open it all the way? Someone recently, it was actually yesterday, I think. I half swiped a message because I didn't feel like opening it, and then they sent me another message. So I half swiped that one, and then they said I can see you half swiping. Guess what? I didn't open that one either. Do I care? No. They're gonna see that I half swiped the message. They saying of them saying that they saw that I half swiped, and I think that that's the funniest thing ever. I it makes me want to half swipe even more if I see that someone has Snapchat Premium and they send me a chat. It just makes me want to half swipe just to make them mad because why are you paying? It's embarrassing. Moving on. Being Delulu is the Salulu. Okay. Not in all scenarios. Okay. Let me get this straight. This is not in all scenarios. This is more or less when you are trying to manifest a situation or an opportunity i would say this doesn't have anything to do with like being delulu about something that someone's doing if you have reason to believe that they're doing that thing being delulu in that situation is not the salulu go throw hands figure that shit out and leave that man um but i'm talking about as in like if you see me acting like I'm an influencer for my 2,000 followers. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. I don't know what you're talking about. If you see me talking to my Snapchat, like I'm Tana Mojo and have a million followers on Snapchat. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. I'm just manifesting. I'm literally just acting. I am acting how I want to be. I was going to say I'm acting how I want to be perceived, but I would say that I'm acting as if i have what i already want i'm acting as if i already have what i want in the future that's what i'm trying to say so for example i want to be like not like a super super charlie d'amelio famous influencer but like i want to i want to be recognized i want to be able to not have a normal job and i want to be able to just make money online with brand deals and photo shoots and podcast deals and all that kind of stuff i love creating art i just want to create art and so i'm gonna i'm gonna pretend that i'm getting paid millions of dollars to do this even though i'm not getting paid a single dime but we're pretending that i am because it's just gonna one make my personality appear much more like not easygoing, but, but, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? I don't really know, let's, uh, move on from that, because I really don't know what my brain is trying to say there, um, literally, what was I talking about? Oh, being Delulu, Um, uh, like, yeah, so, I'm just, I'm just pretending that I already have 150,000 followers, and that I, that I, that I, that I already get brand deals for everything that I post. And I pretend every time that I post something that it's a sponsored video. Because I feel like it just makes me act like it. And then if I'm acting like I'm already doing those things, they'll come to me because that's what I'm attracting. Are you picking up what I'm throwing down? I hope so. Next hot top. I can't say that. Hot, hot take. I feel like I keep trying to say hot topic. But it's hot take. Next hot take. Don't get offended. If someone. Talks shit about you. This is in air quotations for people that are listening. Because. Most of the time. When someone is like, oh my god, you're talking shit about me. Like, no, I actually wasn't. Um, In fact, I was actually just explaining what happened from my point of view. And if something that you did, when I explain it, sounds crazy cuckoo, like I'm talking shit about you, then maybe, maybe crazy thing here that I'm about to say. Maybe think about your actions before you before you do them. Maybe think about what you're maybe think about what you're doing. Maybe think about how this action will be perceived. If you don't want people to talk shit about you, don't give them things to talk shit about. I'm not a shit talker. I hate drama. I hate like arguing and conflict and kerfuffle. I do not confront anyone unless they confront me first or it is a situation that makes my bones vibrate because it makes me so mad. In that situation, I will also confront you because I just can't hold my anger in like that. And if something makes me that mad, obviously my body is telling me that I need to reply. I mean, maybe not, but that's just That's what i see because i'm very good at not answering if i don't need to but i i don't i don't talk shit i if i need to talk about my feelings i talk about facts i say this person did this this and this i said this this and this they said this this and this in return and i felt this way because of it that's generically how i break a situation down that's generically how I, air quotes, talk shit. Okay, I don't talk shit, I state facts. And if you think the facts that I'm stating is me shit-talking, then have a reflection on your actions there, darling. Um, Yeah, I think that was my last hot take for today. And I don't have a lot, much else to say for today. But I'm super excited for next Friday because we are having our very first guest. So keep your eyes peeled on the social medias because I will be posting her socials on there to, you know, advertise for the episode that will be coming out next Friday. So you can get your friends and family excited. We're going to be talking about all things psychic medium, spirituality. Energy, all that kind of stuff. So I'm very excited. If you couldn't tell by my, 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 <laughs> I want to have my stimming hands right now. <laughs> um, but with that being said, I hope you all enjoyed this. Friday's episode of MK's Corner and I hope that you will enjoy next week's episode even more I'm so excited don't forget to give this pod a thumbs up if you're watching the video on YouTube or give us a five star rating if you're listening on an audio platform share this podcast with your friends with your family with your neighbors with your dog put up a wanted sign in your neighborhood because we want more viewers for mk's corner why am i holding my toes i don't know but i hope you all have a lovely weekend and i love you so much and i will see you all next friday later skaters